Today on Good Morning Grand Rapids, where does your waste go? Find out in our conversation with the Kent County Department of Public Works. Grand Rapids Diocese warns of circulating fake Catholic newspaper and store worker shot teen during holdup attempt in Grand Rapids area. Good morning, Grand Rapids. Today is Friday, November 4th, and this is episode number 36 of the Good Morning Grand Rapids podcast, bringing you a quick news update for the greater Grand Rapids area every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday mornings. Stay tuned for today's news. So every day here in Kent County, we throw away trash, we take our garbage bags out, put them in the bin, put the bin on the curb, and then we don't think about it anymore. Out of sight, out of mind. But the Kent County Department of Public Works knows exactly how much Kent County throws away, and they know how much of it can be recycled, repurposed, or turned into renewable natural gas. And so I'm excited today to be talking with Steve Faber, the Marketing and Communications Director at the Kent County Department of Public Works, about what the state of our trash in Kent County looks like and where that waste goes and what they're trying to do to reduce our waste and never open another landfill here in Kent County. So, Steve, tell me about the waste characterization study. What did it look like? What was the goal and and what have you learned through it? Yeah, great. So the waste characterization study was conducted earlier this year and not an enviable job, but we basically had individuals camp out at our landfill and our waste energy facility. And as trucks of what we call municipal solid waste, so your day-to-day resident and commercial garbage showed up, uh, they took that material, a sample of that, put it on a table and started sorting it into different piles. Uh, wow. So there's a dirty diaper pile and a glass yeah. pile. And, uh, yep. and so they did that over the course of a couple weeks, a big enough sample size that then they can draw these bigger conclusions over how much and what type of waste is, is generated by residents and businesses in Kent County. So what have you found from the waste characterization study? Is most of this municipal solid waste needing to go to landfills or can some of this be recycled or repurposed or anything else? Yeah. So uh, what we found is about 75% of what is tossed could be repurposed in some way, shape or form. So it is what we would call processable. Kent County residents and businesses generate about 625,000 tons of waste. As a total county, we generate about a million tons, which is enough waste to fill the U of M big house two times over every year. So it's a lot. A good portion of that is what we would classify as industrial waste or construction and demolition waste. This study was really focused on that municipal portion, really the commercial and the and the resident generated waste. So our 625,000 tons of that stuff, about 460,000, so about 75% is what we would deem processable. There's a ton of organic material in our waste. So in Kent County, we don't really have a great processor for organics. And so a lot of people either don't compost or they don't have that option. And so a lot of food waste goes into 
are trash. So the waste characterization study really showed that about 20%, 19% of the stuff in your trash can is organics. Well, organics are really the last thing you want to be putting in a landfill. Organics naturally break down. If we can get them into the right environment, we can create that in renewable natural gas. And once they go in the landfill, they generate methane. Landfills are, a recent study came out, the number one contributor to methane, which is a huge contributor to greenhouse gas. It's the really nasty stuff that we don't want going into the atmosphere. So there are real costs to landfilling and organics breaking down in a landfill when they could be relatively easily taken out of the waste stream and processed to me is not only uh, a bad decision environmentally, but there's value there and we're just throwing it away. So organics are a big portion of it. Textiles, that's another big component of what we throw away. So old t-shirts and drapes and things that we don't really know what else to do with. The other big one, obviously, is plastics. You know, there are plastics that aren't easily recyclable or people don't have access to recycling in their community or in their building. And so those aren't those are still getting thrown into the trash. And then what we generally call fiber, which is really paper material, still a lot of that gets put into our our trash cans as well. Well, all of that stuff, if we can sort it all and get it into its right piles, it's all what we would deem processable. Not to mention that there's a ton of recyclable material that goes in the trash. So, you know, Jared, you're sitting there and you're looking at your yogurt container and you're like, "Ah, I don't know, does it go in this bin or does it go in that bin? And you might say, eh, I'm throwing it in in the trash because I don't know. Well, that yogurt container showed up in our waste characterization study. Mm -hmm. And with the right process, we can get that yogurt container out and still get it into the recycling markets. Hmm. But we need that processing capacity, and that's really our next step, and part of why we did this waste characterization study was to say, what is the volume, what is the type, and what type of facility then can we build to do some of that sorting for us, to again, create jobs, create value, and ultimately uh, protect our land, air, Great Lakes, and we're right now building the last what we call a cell. So the last uh, area at our existing South Kent landfill hmm. this spring, and that will fill in six to seven years. And then as a community, we're going to have to decide to either build another landfill or we're going to have to decide to do something different. And when we build a landfill, that really is about a 60 to 70 year decision. So if we pull the permit to build the landfill, it would begin operation around 2030. It would take about 30 years to fill up. And then we have to by law monitor that for another 30 years, but really probably monitor it forever. And so that really carries us to 2090 in terms of our commitment to that particular way of disposing of of waste, which is crazy to me. I have a one-year-old at home. That means she'll be 65, (laughs) 66 when we're like sort of going, okay, we're finally done with this landfill. That is insane. So what plans or ideas do you have on the horizon to solve some of these problems or address them differently? Great. So Kent County Department of Public Works, we operate several facilities in Kent County, we're really responsible for making sure that waste goes to the right place. Over the last 60 years, we've created several different facilities and solutions. So 
we have our recycling education center in Grand Rapids that's on Wealthy Street. That is what we call single stream recycling. So if you live in the city of Grand Rapids, the bin with the yellow top, that is your recycling that comes here to be processed. But we also service uh, the rest of the county and beyond. So we have that facility that's trying to divert and bring those components out of the waste stream. We have our waste energy facility, which is uh, over on market. So that was built in the late 80s, early 90s that processes waste for the six cities. So Grand Rapids, East Grand Rapids, Granville, Walker, Wyoming, and Kentwood. They bring their waste, the haulers that operate in those communities bring their waste to the waste energy facility. That facility generates power, but it also reduces volume of waste. So they've taken in over the course of the last 35 years, about 5 million tons of waste through that system. And basically saved us, prevented us from having to build a whole nother landfill wow. just by reducing the amount of volume. So there's a 90% volume reduction. We also have two other kind of facilities. One is our what we call our North Kent Transfer Station. So that's up in Rockford. And that's a place where waste haulers can bring their material to be transferred to either the waste energy facility or a, or a landfill. There's also a recycling center up there. And then finally, we have our South Kent landfill, which is down on 100th on the very southern border of Kent County. Uh, that is an active landfill. That's the one that I said has about you know six to seven years left before it's full. Going forward, we see the opportunity to sort of look at this more as an integrated system where the combination of these facilities are really working together to divert waste from landfill. Over the last several decades, we've purchased 250 acres of property adjacent to the South Kent landfill, and that was always envisioned as a site for a future landfill. It was about seven or eight years ago that the Department of Public Works set a new vision to reduce waste going to landfill by 90% by 2030. Aggressive goal, but a really great goal to align things to. Yes. And so several years ago, we began creating what we call the Sustainable Business Park Plan. And that's really to not build another landfill, but still be able to process this volume of, of waste coming into our system. Right now, we're going through a process to secure an anchor tenant. That anchor tenant is what we call a mixed waste processor. That's the thing that when you're trash bag goes in there, it rips it open and spins it out into these different streams. That mixed waste processor will also capture some of those recyclable materials. So if you did throw that yogurt container away, we're going to catch it there and put it in the right place to be brought into the market or for another tenant to locate there that can use that type of plastic. It's a pretty cool project, uh, I think at least. Yeah. It's an opportunity for Kent County to really put its stamp down and mm -hmm. say we are a leader in sustainability. From your perspective, what do you think Kent County residents need to know that we don't know about waste? Or what would you like to leave us off with and, and tell us about what you guys are doing? Yeah, I think just that. What you do matters. What a resident does, what a business does matters. Um, there's a lot of national media out there. Um, several years ago, China stopped taking our recyclables, uh, basically stopped taking our trash. And that really disrupted the recycling markets. And there was a lot of chatter out there that 
why bother? Why recycle? It's all going to a landfill anyway. And in Kent County, we've never sent our recycling overseas. We've always had local Midwest uh, processors for that material. And we were able to keep our recycling system up and running when a lot of other communities around the nation shut down. We are trying to do the right thing with that material that you're setting aside for us to process. We are aligned in that landfilling is our last and least preferable option. We just really want residents to know that what they do matters, the choices that they make matters. When that material does make it to us, we are trying to do the best and highest uh, use out of that material that we can. Incredible. Well, Steve, thank you for your time today. Thank you so much. Yeah, we look forward to continued conversation. If you ever have questions or you just want to talk trash, let me know. The Catholic Diocese of Grand Rapids is warning community members about a newspaper that is falsely presenting itself as a Catholic publication. The diocese says a newspaper called Michigan Catholic Tribune has appeared in mailboxes throughout West Michigan recently, but it says that the publication and its accompanying website are not endorsed by nor are they affiliated with the Diocese of Grand Rapids or the Catholic Church. The diocese says it did not share mailing information for the publication. It says it never sells parishioner contact information. The diocese says the same paper, called the Iowa Catholic Tribune, also appeared in Iowa within the last week. The diocese also notes that it's against the Roman Catholic Code of Canon Law to lay claim to the title Catholic without the consent of the competent ecclesiastical authority. Wyoming police say that an attempt to hold up a video game store on Division Avenue Tuesday evening was foiled after a Wyoming store worker shot one of the three would-be robbers. Police said that at 7.15 p.m. Tuesday, three people wearing masks entered the store and surrounded an employee, and the three people began fighting with the worker. But the worker then drew a handgun and fired one shot, striking a 15-year-old in the chest. Police said the worker was legally carrying the firearm. After the shot was fired, all three of the would-be robbers fled the store, and the injured teen was located a short distance from the store by police and rescuers. The other two suspects fled the area on foot and have not been found. Police say that the suspects arrived at the store in a stolen Ford Fusion, which was recovered at the store. Police said that there were items or information in the stolen vehicle that may provide clues to the identity of the two people being sought by law enforcement. Wyoming police said they plan to submit a report to Kent County prosecutors for potential charges against the wounded teen, as well as the two others who fled. Prosecutors are also expected to review the store employee's actions to determine whether or not there was any wrongdoing. This was episode number 36 of the Good Morning Grand Rapids podcast, bringing you a quick news update for the greater Grand Rapids area every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday mornings. To stay up to date on the latest news, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast platform and find us on Instagram at Good Morning Grand Rapids. The Good Morning Grand Rapids podcast is produced by InPhase Media, a Grand Rapids-based podcast production agency. InPhase Media produces podcasts that can help your business increase brand awareness, strengthen community relationships, and drive business growth. Learn what a podcast could do for your business at InPhaseMedia.co. Thank you for listening to the Good Morning Grand Rapids podcast. Good morning.